If you could share one big idea to change the future of education, what would it be? In our One Big Idea series on Future of School, the podcast, we'll hear from a diverse array of education stakeholders, from parents and educators to longtime industry leaders who will share their bold proposals to transform teaching and learning in the United States. Together, we'll amplify one another's unique perspectives, consider new solutions, and above all, make sure every voice is included in the conversation. Welcome to the Future of School podcast mini-series, One Big Idea. On today's episode, we're joined by Phil Deturi, Director of Education at FiCycle. It's great to have you with us today, Phil. Thank you so much for having me on today, Amy. Let's dive right in and hear about what your one big idea is. Thanks. So everyone knows that personal finance is important. I think everyone recognizes that at this point. My big idea is that we can't just teach personal finance that we should combine personal finance and mathematics instruction. Specifically, I believe personal finance should be taught or rather should be the context through which we teach algebra. Now, this idea, I believe this idea makes sense. I believe that the research supports it. I believe that big trend-setting organizations in math ed, that it follows those recommendations. And I have some, maybe least importantly, I have some personal experience with this approach that leads me to believe in it. So it makes sense because a lot of people don't know this, but many of the tools of algebra were actually developed in order to meet the needs of finance. Turn, as a result, many of the concepts and essential understandings from finance and math are mutually reinforcing because they're connected. Oftentimes, the essential understandings, as we might say in the education sphere, that underlie these concepts are the same. And we can see that this is true both in theory and in practice. Now, the research supports this idea. Um, you know, in our research, we found that using an assessment of these skills of mathematics and personal finance, we found that an increase in performance in math is correlated with an increase in performance in financial test items and vice versa. So I think this correlation underscores the relationship between these incre incredibly important topics, right? These are, these are kind of like gatekeeper topics in our society. If you're going to be very successful, you need to understand mathematics and personal finance. It's not enough to just be successful in another area. You need that in addition. I think when we, when we think about education, you can see that this big idea will also, or at least the research suggests this big idea will also lead to greater student engagement and motivation, which we know from the research is key to student success. So we did a preliminary study where we surveyed students and we asked them to rate which subjects they thought were most interesting from a list of, of relevant subjects, which you could use uh, applied mathematics. And we also asked them to rank subjects which they thought were most important. So they ranked subjects like personal finance, sports, engineering, computer science, architecture. So as interested, students were expected in sports, or sorry, were interested in sports, but personal finance actually ranked higher. Sports was second in terms of interest. And then relatedly, when we asked them what was most important, we saw sports drop much further down the list, but personal finance still remained highest on the list. So that means that of all those topics that we might think about with applied mathematics, that students find personal finance both interesting in that they assign it intrinsic value and important in that they believe it has instrumental value. It'll be useful in their life. That is almost the definition of motivation and engagement, right? This elicits genuine motivation. I was, um, I was sitting next to a student at a school in Brooklyn who was in one of these courses, and she turned to me and explained, she said, yeah, I really like this math. 
compared to other courses I've taken. And later talking to the teacher, I found out that the student was repeating algebra, that they had literally taken this math test before, just not in the context of personal finance. And the context made it so relevant that the student identified as liking it. Uh, you know, and this isn't, these aren't light subjects. Like I mentioned, they're gatekeepers to success in our society. This isn't an idea that we can really sleep on. We see, we see very real consequences to this stuff every day. Um, just to, to quote some statistics that are related, these are pre-pandemic statistics also. So mind you, the reality is probably worse today, but fewer than 40% of U.S. high school graduates in 2019 were considered ready for college-level mathematics as measured by ACT scores. And we know that since the pandemic, no one believes that mathematics achievement among our students has gotten better as teacher learned to do as teachers learned to do remote learning. And there's some research to show that there's actually a gap that resulted from the pandemic. Uh, then if you look at Americans and in general, our, our financial stability and where we are in terms of our finances, 40% of Americans do not have $400 to cover emergency expenses. Again, that was a pre-pandemic statistic. During the pandemic, many American families probably faced that reality. So this is, this is important stuff, right? This isn't something where if we don't give our students this knowledge, it's inconsequential. There are very real consequences that we can see uh, when we look at the data. Yeah. Uh, it's also important to note that I'm not the only one saying this. This follows the recommendations of really big trend-setting organizations. You may have heard of the National Council of Teachers of Mathematics, NCTM. They're by far the biggest organization in math ed. They accredit most of the uh, graduate schools. They have a publication called Catalyzing Change, where they talk specifically about the fact that in high school, students need to be able to use the math they're taught to make wise decisions in their personal lives. They specifically mention that students should be able to understand compound interest, weigh the risk of different investments, and determine whether payday loans are reasonable options. These are topics from personal finance, right? They talk about the fact that in your final years of school, you should be taking a variety of course offerings, including things like quantitative literacy, financial mathematics, mathematical modeling. These are all the kinds of topics that you would incorporate in such a course. Um, and I say that because, as I mentioned, I have personal experience with this. Um, the director of education at an organization called Financial Lifecycle Mathematics, and that's what we've done. I mean, one of the reasons I feel so confident that this idea can transform the way we teach math and and personal finances, because I've, I've had an opportunity to see it in action. You know, so we wrote a, a course, FICycle, that provides a theoretically grounded introduction to finance at the level of algebra two. It's a math course taught by math teachers, and it combines all the mathematical standards we require from high school while helping students navigate all the financial calculations and decisions that they're gonna have to make over their life, right? So we see this, this approach isn't really lost on researchers. It isn't lost on teachers. It isn't lost on policymakers, and most importantly, it isn't really lost on students. You know, because of my experience with, with schools using our curriculum, I've had the opportunity to observe students in these environments. I've had I've got to talk to principals, uh, a principal from the Bronx who I was working with. Uh, in New York City, you'll need three years of math, and the kids all know that. So senior year, kids get assigned to math class. They're trying to transfer out. And one of the principals we worked with said to me, you know, I've been in this system for a long time. I've never had seniors ask, to transfer into a class only out of it. But FICycle, this financial mathematics course, is the first course we've offered seniors that I've ever had seniors ask, can I transfer into that? And so that's that's a really big deal. You know, so there's there's relevance, trendsetting organizations have noticed, research supports it, and we believe it can have a really big impact that it can transform, it can be transformative beyond just high school, right? I think it's a big idea because if you think about the consequences of, of incorporating such instruction, 
right? We, we can have a community impact. We want students to be able to make informed financial decisions and we want them to be successful in navigating their life cycle. They should see math as a tool that helps them do that, not some obstacle for graduation. But once they have that, right, if they love math and see the relevance in their life, that can have a generational impact, right? They can teach that to their students. They can, they can take those skills and pass them on to their community. Um, most people haven't learned these skills in school, but once more and more do, we can start to see the impact this kind of education can have on communities. I think that some of those bleak statistics I quoted at the beginning is, is, is maybe evidence of the impact of not providing this important instruction. Wow, there, you've given us a lot to think about and consider. And the one word you said a few minutes ago that I had popped into my head was relevance. It's, it's relevant, it reflects the real world, and all of us in education have heard at some point, kids, kids say, school's boring, I don't like school, uh, when am I ever gonna use this again, especially as they get older? And so there is a, a need and we've seen it, you know, we've seen our education system, op, you know, kind of open up like a flower for everyone in our country to bear witness to, you know, where the, where the strengths are and where the challenges are. So we're at this important point of potential transition right now. So with that being said, I'm going to take your big idea and ask you a big question about it. Do you think that this concept of personal finance and algebra should be mandated. It should be a mandatory class that students take as one of the gatekeeper topics that they cover. So, you know, you, you mentioned this, this common experience we all have of kids asking math class, when am I going to use this in life, right? Everyone either, either asked that or remembers someone asking it. You don't even need to, you can just tell people kids say that and everyone shakes their head because it's a common experience. I believe that's probably a failing of our education system, yeah. right? It shouldn't be normal that we all shake our head in agreement when we joke about the fact that kids don't see the relevance of their education towards the end of compulsory education, that strikes me as a huge problem. Mm -hmm. And I think this really puts an end to that. So yeah, I do think it should be mandatory, right? I think it's a huge failing of our system that people leave compulsory education not financially literate. Yeah. And there's plenty of research to support that. There's plenty of ways to measure it. You can ask questions about whether you're measuring it well or not, but I think no one would question that. We don't have a great general, um, our general populace doesn't have really strong financial education and why would they? We haven't made it a priority, right? So yeah, I definitely think this should be mandatory. I think the research supports it. And I think that if we really are trying to follow the advice of trend-setting organizations like NCTM, and if we really are, um, looking at the research, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, and I, I really appreciate the phrase you use, the gatekeeper topics that all kids should master before they graduate, especially in light of the fact that the pandemic has changed, you know, it's changed students' plans. There was research that came out last year that 36% of students that were planning to go directly from high school to a post-secondary institution changed their plans because of the pandemic, whether they were taking a gap year, going into the workforce, and so mastering those gate, gatekeeper topics, if there's five of them, you know, where personal finance woven into mathematics was at the top of the list, they would be more prepared citizens. They would be, you know, ready to go out into the workforce and master the skills on the job. Yeah, I mean, math, I think math is valuable. I love mathematics. I think abstract math in some ways teaches you how to think and has lots of value. But I think applied math also has very obvious value in our society, right? And it, it should not be taking a, a second seat. And those applications should be relevant instead of disparate.
Um, yeah. Right. I don't, I've, I can't tell you how many times I've read problems in math textbooks about making widgets. Yeah. I don't know why we would make up things for students instead of use the, the wealth of real world examples we have with which to engage them in many of these concepts. Fantastic. Well, we'll have to have you on a future podcast to talk about the other gatekeeper topics that now my <laughs> mind is, is seeing the suite of offerings with personal finance and algebra being at, the, being at the top. And you've given our listeners a lot to think about. And we look forward to seeing this, your big idea, take the center stage. Thank you for listening to Future of School, the podcast. What's your one big idea to transform education? Connect with us on social media or on our website, www.futureof.school to share. And if you're one of our listeners enjoying the podcast on Apple, we hope you'll consider leaving a five-star review to help more people find the show. 